Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. I definitely think people are going to want the visual to go with the audio. I'm sure they, that's true. <laughs> Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. I'm feeling kind of like the gypsy king right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say I feel like Ryan, but I don't know. I'm just, no, I'm You're in the, a really the gypsy good king? mood. Right We're working now. with the gypsy king today. Yeah. I'm really glad that the gypsy king, I'm still me, man. I'm always going to be me. <laughs> you don't, I don't have to call myself the underground kingpin to still remain the under, we'll talk about it later. That's, Maybe it's the the burst of positive energy we just felt. Definitely felt the burst of positive energy. I'm going to agree. Well, it's you know it's hard to deny that um, we're very excited to to speak with our special guest today. Uh, would you uh, care to introduce yourself to our our beautiful listeners? Yeah, sure. So, hi, my name is Lily McPhee, and I'm a singer songwriter from Detroit, Michigan. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hi, Lily. Welcome. Hang on. Wait. The let's get back into the talented. The one and only stop sharing Lily McPhee. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We Thank appreciate you guys for your time. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Bam. We Best know how too. precious time is. So <laughs> thank you for letting us have some of yours. We appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Nice segue. Thank you for chatting up. I got this thing. Okay, here we go. Okay. You in the little <laughs> boxes, man. We gotta move the boxes right here. I'll and I'll position us right here on our wall. Oh boy. So that way we're just right there. There we go. She's okay. in frame. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm just excited about this fancy new fangled computer. Anyway, Lily, um, thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited to have you here. Um, welcome. We did it. We did. The, we did the greeting. We're in. We're in the room. How how should we begin this? I don't know what we're gonna well, do. Well, we were noticing your background. Yeah. And you might notice our background. There's a lot of yeah. superheroes up there and super people that feel like real life superheroes um <laughs> if you know about superheroes you know there's always an origin story right how right. they became what they are why they decided to do what they do so every time we talk to a musical superhero like yourself we figure you're gonna have a really cool origin story like how did you get into music how did you start playing the guitar like what is your origin story well I've always been interested in music since a very young age and actually as young as three, like there's a homemade family video from my third birthday party. And you could see like in the background of the video, there was like a brand new slide and like a brand new like toy shopping car and like baby dolls and just like a three-year-old's dream. And then in the corner, there's like this little dollar store xylophone. And I was just instantly like that's what I was interested in and like in the video like my mom 
was trying to show me like, oh, here's your new slide or here's this new baby doll. And I'm like, I wasn't having it. I was You're just like, I want huh. the xylophone. Yeah, oh, I was <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that the xylophone was like the winner of the birthday party. So, <laughs> and then even at the young age too, of around like four and five, um, I grew up listening to tons of different kinds of music and whether it was, there was something playing on the radio or records that my family would play ranging from the cranberries to rock music and Motown <laughs> or the sixties and seventies folk scene, just really anything. And if I didn't know the lyrics at the time being so young, I would hum along to the melody. And then when I was probably seven or eight, I started writing like little jingles and I say jingles instead of songs because, you know, they were like just enough words to fill a verse or a verse in a chorus. Hmm. And like, cause what does the seven and eight year old really have to write about? Like ice cream or <laughs> like your next snack you or write something? A jingle about ice cream? <laughs> probably, How homework probably. took a little longer to do than you thought. Homework. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Right. <laughs> and then, <laughs> right. And then I started uh, taking piano lessons actually when I was nine. And then I decided, well, I want to play guitar. So when I was 11, I started playing the guitar and then just really just working on my voice and writing and guitar playing. And Between us three, the guitar was a very good decision. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I started on the piano when I was nine, too. And I oh, really? the guitar. Yeah. Believe it or not, I did, too. You were nine when that whole story that we yeah, told on sure. the origin? Really? You were I, nine? I took piano lessons before I ever learned to play the guitar. Really? It's, okay, I'm learning things, like too. A, it seems like a common age, doesn't it? Like everybody yeah. always like seems like take you know piano lessons around like eight or nine. Like when you that's hear kinda, like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Never thought about it. Yeah, and then and then I also like I did like you know of course like local talent competitions too when I was around eight nine years old and singing competitions like that. And then once I started like playing the guitar and I started gigging and just anywhere I could really you know coffee shops restaurants pubs. Wait, as and, a teen, you were gigging? Like when, when did you start? Yeah. Gigging? Well, like, like open mics and things like that. And wow. like, yeah. So, you know, ever since then, and then let's see. Oh, and I also did too, when I was a teen, um, I started doing um, charity events, like for benefit concerts and things like that for um, like Make-A-Wish Foundation. And oh, that's cool. For an, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Like I love giving back to the community and you know, giving back to people and just being able to help people through music is really, you know, such a great feeling. I love that. Yeah. And so I did that, still do that. And then just really focused on songwriting. And then I started my own songwriting business and now here we are. So <laughs> it's pretty much songwriting story. business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically it's um, like where I personalize songs for people and if they want to gift them to somebody. So somebody would tell me a story that they have and like, if they wanted to give somebody a song for like a wedding gift or like an anniversary or a birthday, or even just because. So people would tell me stories and then I just write a song for them with their story and it's their gift to give to the song. Recipient. Oh, Lily, that's actually really generous of you. Cause we all know, like we know how personal art is and like, there's a lot of ways that you can, make music but to do a, that's basically like doing like an artist would do like a commission 
um, like, you know, paint something for a specific, um, right. that's a very, that's a difficult, that's a complex task for a professional musician. Yeah. How yeah. do you manage, um, satisfying the, right. Cause you, cause you have such good intent, obviously, like I see, I can see right away. Like I understand that you're trying to do a good job for folks. Like, how do you, how do you balance that, um, what they're asking of you versus like being true to what's like, you know, authentic to you for your art. I'm fascinated by, by that dichotomy, you know? Right. Right. So basically um, I stick to like, you know, my genre typically, you know, so mm -hmm. if people hear my music and then if they think, Oh, well, I really enjoy the way she writes songs or the way her voice is. And I really just basically enjoy her music. So I'd love for her to write a song for me, possibly for an event or something that somebody has going on. So, yeah. So it's like they, <laughs> they already are familiar then with your sound. And so they're not necessarily like you're basically, they're not going to ask you to change who you are to produce. Right. The, well, that's, well, it, it, you know, it's important to surround yourself with however we're going to, you know, monetize, right. The art, but to do it in yeah. a way that's healthy for ourselves. I just really appreciate you, you indulging me on this. Cause I, I find I, it's the topic has come up for me. I met an artist who's like, doesn't, doesn't like the idea of commissions. Right. So it's just, I'm fascinated by, uh, by the, by the topic, but how um, do you, yeah. cause your music, the stuff you write and you put out, it obviously has a lot of motion behind it Yeah, and it has a personal meaning. And so you're automatically going to feel an attachment to that music. Like how do you get, hear a story from someone else and then like generate that same emotion for another person's story? Well, I really try to put myself like in their shoes, maybe, you know, I mean, I know like it's hard to do that, but I try to see like their point of view, like what kind of message they're trying to get across, you know, to their song recipient, whoever they're gifting it to. So like I recently had, um, a client, um, a lady had ordered a wedding song to gift to her niece. So she wanted to, she wanted typically just like a love song written just to gift to the bride and the groom. So I did that. But sometimes people will tell me like, if they come and say like, can you write a song as if like, I'm saying this message to the song recipient. So I could do that too as well. So. And like what perspective you're taking. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but really, uh, putting yourself in the mind of someone else to 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 get the story told, you know, and right? That makes a lot of sense. That's cool. Well, I appreciate really, like, I really do appreciate you sharing that kind of stuff because, um, it's sort of this difference. Well, it's just sort of a unique because it's like original music, but it's not quite it's not quite your story. So I just find that it's a, right. it's like a whole different way to really write music. Actually. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's really smart to do right. that kind of business. Wow. I know. Well, I just, I love songwriting. And like I said, I love helping people and especially helping people through music. So if I yeah. can do that and, you know, have them connect and feel comfort in the lyrics, then that's awesome. It's such a good feeling. So what's, what's like the most important way that you find that you're helping people through your music? I would say, well, like there's a, a moment, for instance, um, I remember um, I was actually doing an opening set at a venue here in Metro Detroit. It's called 20 Front Street. And I was opening for an Australian musician and 
his name was uh, is Joe Robinson, very talented um, finger, finger style guitarist. And oh, I know him. Own, yeah. Yeah. He's so he's nice. Awesome. So talented. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If so, he's really awesome. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <cool>. yeah. <laughs> and um, so during my opening set, I was singing this um, original song that at the time I had just written and it was called cold and I could see people in the front row, they were getting teary and, you know, not that I like to see, you know, obviously I don't want to see people cry, but just seeing that I can connect my um, songs, connect with them and have all that emotion is really special. So. Yeah. Sharing, sharing emotion is really a big part of music. Like I think that kind of is the basis of it, you know, yeah. you're trying to convey an emotion or sharing an emotion and people, if you're doing it right, like you said, you know, people are going to feel that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you're collaborating with other musicians too, like to be able to connect and, and as a team convey that emotion, it's really hard. Right. To do. Right. Right. <laughs> But it's a rewarding process. I really, I just think it's cool how, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, this is silly. And I don't make, mean to make anything about me, but I just, uh, this for my, you know, I'm not great. I'm not so artsy crafty. Oh, I'm getting better these days. My little, my doodles are getting better. But like, <laughs> they are, they're really good. I, I did a drew one with my, my boy the other day. It was great. The stick figures Aww. have faces now. <laughs> they stick figures have smiley faces now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm good at doodles. But um, but like one one of the things I would do for folks like growing up, especially is like I'd write a song. That was my gift. Oh, awesome! And I wrote a song for my uh, my little one, my ladybug, um, <laughs> for her birthday this last <laughs> fall, right? And I did you know, a little cute little song. It's great. I but I like doing this. All right, so this is something I like. I enjoy doing. I never actually. I know this may seem silly to you since you've made a business out of it, but it would have never have dawned on me to do that. Like it's actually quite brilliant but like because your process is so genuine you're like okay well this is my sound and it's kind of what i do so you're sort of when you step into this process with me you're understanding that i'm not going to really change who i am but i'm definitely going to work with you and anyway, i just think it's right cool. right yeah it's really fascinating <laughs> but anyway, i kind of wanted to get back to your your story though because i know we talked about what got you into music like um you, you, I know you said you were doing some open mics. I, I guess, well, you know what, you know what it is, is that I'm kind of curious, did you face any, any um, obstacles that you had to overcome to like really throw yourself into your career as a musician professionally, or was it just smooth sailing? I mean, did you have support like growing up and, and when you decided that you wanted to be a musician, you know? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I've always had support from my family and ever since I was younger, um, my family is actually, uh, they're in the medical field. So oh, yeah? like, my, oh, okay. yeah, like my, my mom's a paramedic. My dad's a Detroit police officer. My sister's a nurse. And then there's me. I'm the musician. So, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Nothing but, um, wrong but yeah, with I had it. a lot of support. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, you know, in the music industry, there's tons of ups and downs that musicians and you guys know that you go through and you just got to stay true to yourself really you know, and even like when I was younger doing the open mics and, you know, not really any, you know, obstacles with that, just signing up. And, you know, obviously you had to be out of the pubs if you were doing an open mic in a pub by a certain time, but <laughs> I'd be like yeah. the first to <laughs> sing. But other than that, 
you know, I just say like, be true to yourself and, you know, through the ups and downs and just believe in yourself too. Mm. You can get through. <laughs> Were you always able to have that kind of confidence in yourself? Um, you know, if not, what, what helped you? Um, I feel like the confidence, like, you know, when you get on stage or something or it just comes naturally. I feel like, I feel like if you just, like I said, just reverting back to what I said, if, if you believe in yourself and if you're true to yourself and doing the kind of music that you want to do and singing the cover songs you want to sing and writing the original music you really want to write, then I feel like the confidence comes naturally. Like you just like exude, exude it, you know? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> you're going to feel more confident <laughs> if you can just be yourself, you know? Right. And not try to be anybody else. So that that seems to be something that we can't avoid. It keeps coming up, like how important yeah. it is to stay true to yourself. Has yeah. that has that been easy for you? Like, were you always that type of person? I feel like that. I mean, I've always especially like I've always been more like leaned more introverted too. So I feel like the songwriting and stuff like it was it's a way for me to like talk about, you know, express what I'm feeling and, you know, I just, the confidence and everything like that, being on stage, just being able to bring that and to people and was it, being true to myself. So <laughs> Was it hard for you to get on stage the first time being that you were a little introverted? You know, that is so funny because like when I was in elementary school, for example, it's like, when the teacher would like call on me or like to read, you know, a little like paragraph or something, I'd be so shy. And then it's like, I remember like the first time I was on stage in elementary school, it's just like, I got up there and I sang a song. It was, um, it was actually Black Horse in the Cherry Tree by Katie Tunstall. And oh, I know that song. It just, yeah, it's great. It's great. And um, I don't know. It's just, it was so, it's funny. Cause like I said, like just, being a shy kid, you know, in the classroom in elementary school, and then being able to like get up on stage and just sing. So I don't know. <laughs> it's funny that a lot of people feel more comfortable in the moment on the stage making music than they do anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that to be the case for yourself? I mean, yeah, I feel like that, like when just, you know, being on stage and singing and performing and especially singing like original music now that I've you know gotten older and written my own songs so yeah I'd say so <laughs> did you it seems like you might have run into like having the confidence to put your own stuff out at one point has, has that ever happened or have you always been extremely confident in your own stuff I feel like, you know, I just like from the support like that I had, like from my family, um, you know, when I was younger and everything. And I just, I wanted to put, start putting music out like original music, just cause you know, I love doing it. And I figured too, like when I was younger, I would hear like a song or something too, like, and how I got started in the songwriting, um, like a song, like maybe by like the cranberries or something. And I'd be like, Oh, that is that's an awesome song, you know? And like, I want to write something that 
somebody can connect to the way I connect to this song and make them feel the way I felt hearing, you know, a song that I enjoy. So I did that and, or started doing that. So when I'm, you know, putting out music, original music, I just, I hope people can, you know, connect with it or find comfort in the lyrics. So, yeah. <laughs> I have lingers just playing in my head right now for some reason. <laughs> <clears throat> I was going to... I was going to pose the question of favorite cranberry song to you because you've mentioned them twice already so you have to be a fan i know i know um yeah there she's definitely one of my favorite singers oh, yeah. vocalists yeah dolores O'Riordan. um favorite cranberry song actually i love linger yeah it's a cool. great song and then she has when you're gone oh it's in my family and then obviously zombie which is a Zombie's really, really great right yeah. yeah yeah that is a that song has aged well it really has <laughs> It stood the test of time, you know, their music. I know what you're talking about with them, though. Like, they just have this undeniable sound. Like, the moment the first chord is struck, like, it, you, ha you have to listen to yeah. it. It, it. Like, it has this really... Calls your attention. Yeah, you, yeah. it draws you in immediately. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of I bands agree. like that. Yeah, really unique sound. I... um. And then you mentioned Katie Tunstall too. I was like, that's a pretty solid reference. Like, I don't hear a lot of people talking about her either, but that's a that's a pretty good song too, actually. The Black Horse and Cherry Tree. That's a good one too. Yeah, she like was one of my favorites. Really? Too. Yeah, oh, no. when I yeah, like when I was younger, she was um my uh my mom's best friend Tracy is actually from England. So she had a I love Katie... the English people. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Your mom's <laughs> no. friend Tracy from England. Yeah, no, it's fine. She had a she had a so CD sorry. of Katie. No, it's fine. You can't just. Do you have I to step quiet. in every time? I can't help it. I step over my own toes. Let all the, the time. wonderful woman. Please. I'm so sorry, Ryan. Sorry, Lily. Please continue. No, it's Look, okay. There's a mute no. button. I'm gonna just mute myself here. It's Look. too bad that. No, you're fine. She's like, too bad we're not in the same room. I would have smacked you. Okay. <laughs> no, so Tracy had these. Um, Katie Tunstall, like her first C CD, I think it, I did the oh. telescope or something. So it was what it was called. So that's how I started listening to her. So she's just been one of my favorites ever since. So, yeah, and actually too, cool. actually too, like I was really, really into like her style of music and the way she did things with like the loop pedal. If you've ever like watched how yeah, she does that, she's like a one man. One of the and, things that's so impressive about her. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, she's cool. And then like, when I was like, I think I was like 12 or 13 and I wanted to be like Katie Tunstall. So I went out and I bought, you know, a loop pedal and I went and did like a, um, a performance, like doing the black Christ and the cherry tree with all the, you know, on the guitar, the way she does it with, for the drum beat and everything. So it's fun. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That the looping thing is really cool like if you can time it right like i i've yeah. played with it a little bit and it took me forever to get the timing right i'm like and i see a lot of artists who are like doing cool little looping things on um just like instagram things like that um and it's really great but it's it's i don't know like maybe they can do it live but like to do it live is a whole it's an art unto itself like and i've tried to play with the looper and it's a it's like a process like you gotta like gotta understand that timing um, right you know you program it yeah but like timing like not when the, not speaking over people when they're yeah like that see how i struggle 
You see, it's a lifelong journey to become a master musician. Right? Every day is yeah. a lesson with 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 Master Sensei over here. There's my guitar instructor. You know, <laughs> I, all your I help. am not taking credit for anything you've done. I nor should you because I I'm I am a phenom unto my own. Okay, I can't let get back. Anyway, crashing and burning. <laughs> Crash, Lily. Um, I'm crashing. Sorry. What do you like best about performing live for people when you're up on stage? Just being able to when like when I perform an original song and seeing that people can connect with that, that is like the best feeling. Like that's what I love most about it. You know, because like sometimes, you know, um, I do like restaurant pub gigs and things like that. And it's when when I can do the listening room style gigs, like where people actually like go to want to see a concert versus being like, you know, the background music a little bit in like a restaurant and stuff. Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even that I am grateful that I'm able to do that, too, you know, of course. And but when I'm performing like at a listening room style venue and seeing people connect with my lyrics and that's that's like my favorite thing hmm. <laughs> do you have a particular moment that sticks out in your mind um that made you go wow i gotta keep doing this in terms of like connecting with someone with is there's is there something in your brain that just sticks out floats to the top um i think just just a mixture of different um little stories and moments like obviously you know the, the uh, when i opened for joe robinson that was one but there was another time too, I was doing a uh, benefit concert for Make-A-Wish Foundation. And it was for a little boy named Aiden and he wanted to go to Disney World. So we were able to raise enough money at the benefit concert for him to go to Disney World. So moments like that is like- That's awesome. Yeah, like I love that. So a moment like that is definitely like one of the highlights and what I think about like to keep going and keep- you know, doing music and knowing that I'm on the right path. Yeah. Yeah. Make-A-Wish is one of my favorite charities. Yeah. Like, that's a really cool thing to be involved with. Yeah. There's another one, too, um, that I would do benefit con concerts for. It's called Miles for Medics. And they they pretty much help people that are um, in, in the EMS field. So if okay. like, a, yeah, like if, this, if a police officer or a firefighter or a paramedic or anybody in the EMS, if they have an injury or something or, you know, need help in some way. So I, lo I love to do benefit concerts for that too. And just, it's great, you know, just helping people through music. <laughs> it's a powerful thing. It seems like that's, it's just funny. Like, it seems like a lot of the people that make music for a living really aren't that selfish you know well yeah there's a, you know because you get well the art is such that you have to give of yourself and it doesn't really matter if you're the kind of musician that writes lyrics or you're the kind that plays like well you know there's all different kinds of genres right but right. it is a personal process and um i'm really like well i'm inspired by the fact that it's like you're using your gifts to to do some good in the world and, and that's a big focus about why you're doing and in, in the it's like there, and it's also, I'm, I'm kind of blown away that that tends to be like most, most of the musicians that we've been meeting, like just have the same kind of vibe. It's like, they seem to just care. 
we, we put it all like yeah. i said we put it all in the music if you know especially if you're creating it it's a personal thing all right i'm, I'm i don't know if it leading to the question i'm done i'm no. sorry Lily, you're just so cool no, it's awesome. like no and insightful and cool and anyway i just i'm inspired all right it's cool. you're a sweetie you know <laughs> there you it go. comes through that you're really through. you know well, it's oh, like, thank you. you know, no, because like in the back of my head, sometimes I'm writing songs like, and I'll show her and da, 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 <laughs> you know, like I'm doing this for me. me. <laughs> it's, like, it's like that scene in Rocky four where, where the Russian she gets probably has never. I'm sorry. Have you seen Rocky four? I win oh, yeah. The me. Rocky movies. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. They're great. Number four. Well, say for it. Me, I win. I fight for me. Oh, yeah. Selfish. I feel selfish sometimes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Drago. Lily's over here. Yeah. Like Drago. Yeah. yeah. Man was missed his name, but yeah. Yeah, it's Ivan like, Drago. Ivan, Ivan. He's like, <laughs> I win for me. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like identifying with the villain in the story. I'm like, yes, cool. Well, he became right personal empowerment. He became like a sympathetic he figure. He because does become it. a sympathetic figure because I love how we're analyzing. So Rocky sorry, right so here. sorry, Lily. So sorry. Weird turn. I just so anyway, about but I was also uh, inspired. Four. I was also inspired by Rocky Four. Good frankly, music so. in that movie, huh? Yeah. 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 Great segue. Hearts man. on fire, you know. Hearts on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Save me, Ryan. <laughs> oh man, aren't you having a great time now? We're settled in here. I am. I am. It's really good talking to you guys. It's fun. You goofy as so. ever. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, movie? My favorite movie. Uh, so many, but I would say serendipity. I don't know if you guys probably haven't seen that, but it has. Is that um, chick flick? Is that the one with? <laughs> yeah, um, a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, what's um, his name? John Cusack. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, with Kate Beckinsale. It's like about okay. about like fate a- and destiny. I might be mixing it up. What happens in that movie? I might be mixing it up. It's pretty much just about like fate and destiny, and just believing. You know, I'm a big believer in like. You know everything happens for a reason and yeah you know what score you won't go by you and things like that and a big believer in like signs and everything so i really love that movie and there's also also like i mean forrest gump forrest gump's a great movie yes has a, has a yeah, really great soundtrack you know you got the feather flying there. well and all the all the like the was it the 70s music and stuff and the different like oh right the soundtrack was awesome soundtrack yeah. wasn't it it had like yeah the, the score is good and then the, the the pop stuff that they put in it is all good it's a fantastic score fantastic yeah. uh yeah, and I know you're spot on with that one. I just life is like a box of chocolates, and that it's just weird that that just came up. Shrimp today. What kind of shrimp <laughs> do you like? Sautéed shrimp. I'm not shrimp scam. I'm not so into shrimp myself. They're like little <laughs> tiny lobsters, right? I really, I'm not. I'm really into lobsters either. I, mean, I don't not trust to eat them. them. No, I trust lobsters. I they just look, trust them to do their lobster thing. They look and like then, you can't trust them, don't they? How do the lobsters look like you? Can, how do you? How do you even say that about a, about a living creature? Hmm? It's, how do you not trust a lobster? <laughs> Please break this down for me. We have now. a guest on. I, <laughs> she's like, uh, well, that's okay. I'll contribute to that. I'm not, I don't, I don't really <laughs> eat seafood if we're talking. Like, yeah, it's gross, no. right? I mean, yeah, it's not my favorite, but I mean, I do like, I, the only kind of seafood I really like is like um, fish and chips. Cause you know, my family um, like is, Scott well my you know my aunt and my auntie are from Scotland so oh, like, okay she yeah 
So she passed away, unfortunately, um, in October, but I know it's okay. Um, but well, that, that sounded kind of, you know, (laughs) no, no, I get it. I get it. (laughs) But, um, so that's really the only kind of like, you know, seafood, I like is the fish and chips. Cause that's obviously from that part Heck of the fee, world. That does. Yeah. I, I would have said Irish, but Irish. Yeah. Celt. Celtic. Celtic. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the name so yeah, well. Do you... <laughs> um, so you've never had halibut then. Sorry. I know we're not, why are we talking about seafood? <laughs> But it's gonna come out. I try run. to avoid it gonna... at all costs. Like no, even if happening. someone orders it in the restaurant, I like run. Have out. either of you ever had halibut? <laughs> halibut, the fish. Uh, no, I don't. No. What is it? Okay. It, Do we it... care? Yes, you should. Or... It's good enough that I'm pausing the conversation and pivoting. <laughs> You're wasting <laughs> Lily's time. I'm not gonna talk waste... about this. Is not wasting some nasty Lily. fish that no one wants. <laughs> I caught a 15 pound halibut in the Gulf of Alaska. <laughs> okay. When I was 10, and I'm now in my 30s. And I still remember it. <laughs> it was that good. I'm just saying, if you're not a fan of, if you need the fish and chips, just just go to Alaska oh and have gosh. some halibut. All right. You had to tell. Now that I've said that, that we can move on. The sometimes the, the funny little in the world want to hear that. Sometimes the funny little asides, Lily, are funny, and we need to have them here and there. And I just I got inspired. We talked about seafood. I haven't had a chance yet to explain my love of halibut on the show. Excuse me, Ryan. <laughs> It hasn't come up in conversation. No. It's like finally ready. There's a reason why it hasn't come you know, up. There's a lot of things I'd like to talk about on the show that I'm not allowed to. And I feel safe with you, Lily, to talk about these things. Because Ryan well, is good. really me. Yeah, is there, you know what? While we're on <laughs> that. not let me go on tangents. Lily, why don't keeps Since me we're on this ultimate tangent here, Lily, uh, why don't you tell us something about yourself that nobody would guess? Let's see. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess like a fact about me would be that I've never drank alcohol. I don't drink alcohol. So really? Maybe, would somebody guess that about me? Would they not? I don't know. But that's, yeah. There's an assumption with musicians. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, yeah, alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never. No, huh? Yeah. So that's, I guess that would be my thing. If no one would guess about me. I don't know. So. <laughs> What is it about that? That why do you think people wouldn't guess that? Oh, I don't know. You know, just because she's fun. <laughs> <laughs> she's fun know. without needing. Uh... <laughs> don't need to. Don't need to. I mean, nothing. I'm not gonna rag on alcohol. I, nothing wrong with it. It's just that, boy, I've noticed that that people tend to get a little excited. Like, well. <laughs> I just I I run into a lot of uh, I do a lot of travel and talk about. So anyway, Andre, I run a lot of back to Lily. Back to Lily. No, you, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, get you, back to it. You talked about how you started off playing the piano, and yeah. then you switched to guitar. Like, do you remember what it was about the guitar that made you want to switch instruments? I really think it was just the like listening to the Cranberries, honestly, and mm. Alanis Morissette. And I would listen to Sarah McLaughlin too, because I know she's um, more piano based, but um, it's just something about it. I mean, I, I learned like how to read music and stuff from, you know, obviously taking piano lessons, but um, the guitar, I just, I just really connected with the guitar better, I guess to say. (laughs) So, 
being able to write songs with the guitar is, I don't know, just something I prefer, I guess, to the piano. So maybe it's easier, you know, so. It's funny. I think we've all had a similar experience when it comes to the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something about the instrument that I definitely feel a little more personally connected with my guitar. Like it's, it's, um, I don't know, even though it's electric, it's a piece of wood, you know? And <laughs> yeah. no, but just like, I don't, I don't have a, I don't There's have an acoustic piano currently. I have a digital keyboard and I love it. And it's, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same as an acoustic piano to me. Yeah. Uh, the feel is there because the particular one I got has a very specific feel and that's why I got it. But um, yeah, with the guitar, I feel way more connected. And for songwriting, I don't know. I mean, guitar is really nice as a tool <laughs> shut up ryan it's cooler it's, you, uh, yeah i mean there's a there's a like cool cooler. factor don't you agree i i just feel like like the guitar oh. has a built-in cool factor i feel like piano is very cool and you're wrong but it's fine it's fine not i to say that piano is kill. cool i didn't say that not to get to i just i just love that you listed off in order like alanis and then sarah his favorite and, yeah oh really <laughs> oh my gosh yes yeah yeah no i was a big alonso morrison fan like big time yeah <laughs> it's come up uh, it's very rarely it came Isn't up that ironic i had to do it sorry it's a bad <laughs> joke it's ironic yeah i love her music oh yeah <laughs> yeah she's great i love her career arc i love uh that she just was not afraid to try different things and right um, yeah i love that that's good. And then Sarah McLaughlin, come on. We actually, we do a, a segment on our show called Guilty Pleasures, which is like things that you would never guess that we listen to. And Sarah yeah. McLaughlin like was one of them that we both really like her music. But what was hilarious is that both of us picked one of her songs for the same show. So it's like both of us was like, yeah, we're in a Sarah McLaughlin mood, but we didn't know. Because the whole idea was... <laughs> I pick three songs or three or four songs. He picks three or four songs. We reveal them to each other. And we sort of, I don't know. It's basically like karaoke. Cause I, well, oh, he doesn't like to always sing along, but I'll sing along. Although he did <laughs> sing along to Biggie, which was, I appreciate that you, he rarely does these things, but he, you got excited about Biggie. <laughs> but, um, but Sarah McLaughlin was one that, you know, so there's a recording of me going, uh, probably was it angel or several of them. That, I just right. serve a is that the dog uh, when they have those commercials for the dogs that it's that one help is oh it? yeah yeah uh, shelters like, and stuff for yeah. some reason like i always think of her like she's her voice uh, like trying to help the little puppies out i know lady. i know <laughs> it's a positive association in my mind forever of Sarah yeah. and puppies she loves puppies, i know obviously. well that's what i think about too i mean like when i hear the you know the angel song i think of all the commercials and things like that that she she was so she was like monster big for like a long time too i mean she's still big obviously but just i remember i just there's a very specific moment in culture when it's like these artists that you mentioned were they were the you got played on mtv oh yeah like it was a big deal you know oh it's good music too like (laughs) well it's just anyway you have excellent taste (laughs) cranberries yeah Yeah, cranberries is no it's like man like ah there i was just listening to one of their songs i'm like this is a severely underrated band just in the grand scheme of things yeah i mean what happened with her by the way do you know i don't know i i mean i obviously read articles and things about you know surrounding like her death so i guess they've 
you know, ruled it accidental. And then there's other stories about, you know, who knows, but yes. it's just, yeah, it's a forever mystery, I guess, but which is so sad because she, she was young and, you know, they had just come out with um, an album or they were working on a, a new album at the time. So yeah. it's, it's good though. I, I, I went and bought it. So <laughs> Oh really? They ended up releasing it anyway. Okay. Yeah, I think they released it last. I think it was last year. So they got a good songs on there too. And but her songs that obviously from the '90s, those are just classics. Yeah. You know, like "Linger," yeah. "Zombie," great. So I just think it's so important to like produce art when we can, like, and just do it because life is short. We never really know when our time is gone, and so um, why not just spend your time doing what you love? Right. No, I, I feel like that too. Like I know um, I had written a song um, in December because actually in December, my, my uncle Ronnie, who's actually, he was, he was a really talented writer. Um, he worked in like PR, so advertising marketing, but oh. he was really creative in like writing. But unfortunately he passed away in December due to, you know, the COVID. And then I went and wrote Sorry. a song um about you know dedicated to him and it's called carry you and that's on my youtube so hopefully i'll be able to release it at some point this year but yeah just figured i'd share that so <laughs> how often are you releasing music yeah i can't i can't wait to hear it um uh, how do you do it are you releasing it on a schedule do you um are you like is it just something you're working out with like um you know your whatever your management or your or is there a specific like pace that you set or so in the past I've done like so I have three EPs but I feel like this year um I definitely want to record uh record and release some you know new music this year at mm -hmm. some point but right now I just I don't have any date set or anything for that but I definitely will and it'll probably be I'm thinking maybe singles and then maybe the singles will go on an EP or something but I definitely want to do that this year it's just the when yeah you know but so. Well, I mean, there's so much promotion you can even do on social and things. And, right. um, you know, I had plans to do, well, because Ryan, this guy is doing something too this year. Uh, Ryan, not, not to always constantly tirelessly promote your things. But anyway, I was inspired. I was like, I'm going to do something cool. And then I had this plan. I was going to do one single per month, you know, uh, for the whole year. And then like, okay, you have a album at the end of the year. But just like crazy life stuff has happened where it's just been impossible to record. I don't have right. a spot where I can really focus and, and zone in and do that. So it's kind of, it's, it's looks like it's not going to be a full length album this year. It looks like it's going to be an EP, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get it done eventually. Uh, hey, that rhymed. But, um, but yeah, like it's just, it's the new song. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> oh, this is great. That's great. Collaboration. So helpful. Yeah, you just, we wrote a song together. Yeah. I was in a room when that happened. <laughs> hey, Technically, I counts. get a credit, right? I love writing songs to musicians. Let me tell you, yeah, I would spend it. all my time doing that if it were allowed legally to just yeah. write music and play music. That's pretty much all I would do. Um, Definitely. But responsibilities. You know, you got to do things. <laughs> do you have a specific uh, way that you receive inspiration for your music? I know, Ooh, like, it's great it's real life event like something tragic that just happened so i could see how that would easily be mm -hmm. a motivator but like in general like what where does that come from like what is the driving force when you create a song so yeah obviously like you said you know from you know my own personal experiences but two 
Um, sometimes, you know, if people tell me like something like that they're going through, then maybe I can write a song based off of that, or even, you know, quotes I read or books I read, cause I love to read books. So <laughs> do you have favorite, something uh, favorite book, favorite author? I love any kind of like poetry book, oh, honestly, cool. just, yeah. Yeah. So either like classic poetry or like modern poetry and just, you know, different stories too, like, um, novels and things like there's one that's nice to read it's like the art of racing in the rain it's like about a dog so i mean like things like that (laughs) i saw that movie oh man i have not seen not heard of it no he's a he wants to be a formula one driver right yeah 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 and then he you know he has a really strong task I'm catching the really awesome references, man. Like it's, it's really from obscure. his, per, it's from the dog's perspective. Really? You know? So yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I'm have to check that out now too. You feel bad for the guy. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. You fell in love with the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying. Do you? I mean, do you draw a lot of inspiration from? Um, from like the written word in terms of like for you or is it just sort of one like do you, how much time do you spend reading <laughs> you know what I mean like how uh, are you moving, <laughs> or you put your mind space in there like a lot of time or are you yeah so like I mean are you tr- asking I, her how long it takes her to finish a book is that really, <laughs> how long I mean, does it like, take you to finish I could probably a book? word a better question if you'd like Lily that <laughs> It's okay. Really no. question. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess like I try to read like once a day, you know, and maybe just like a chapter a day and usually at night. And I guess if there's something like within the chapter that I find inspiring, I do. But I mean, obviously, like sometimes, you know, um, I'm not inspired like all the time, but even when I'm yeah. not inspired or have like a little bit of a writer's block, I at least every day try to write down or sit down with my guitar and just write something even if it's just like a few lines and i look at that as like an exercise too to like Hmm. you know get the creative you know mind flowing and so i do do that too to try and gain inspiration when i'm not necessarily feeling inspired well routine is important for musicians like that daily yeah. practice and it doesn't have to be and we've talked about this uh <laughs> one day you'll that. know what it feels like to do daily practice yeah <laughs> one day i will run talk about a lot but um but like but practicing in general as a conversation topic just like there's, there's different approaches and it's easy to get burnt out um but it's probably as we've discussed ryan that it's probably more important to just um be consistent and persistent with your practice um, so yeah. like, um, yeah, a musician's daily routine is so important to stay on top of your craft. Like there's no, you, you can't, you're not going to get somewhere unless you're, unless you're really making that effort every day. Thank you. So thank you for literally reinforcing what my friend Ryan here is <laughs> trying to well, I try every day to like write a schedule or something. So like maybe one day you'll be like doing marketing emails for like gig, gig work or something or showcases. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, another half of the day you'll be practicing on the guitar coming up with you know different guitar rhythms or melodies or and then I'll do like a writing and just really just try to write a schedule and you know vary it up a little bit you know but still have like that schedule and routine every day like you know like a regular like a regular job so yeah I mean but it carries you in times when like you're not always going to be feeling the best you're not always going to be feeling 
of course, um, yeah. the same level of energy throughout the day, even let right. alone throughout the month or so having that routine is just so important to just have a structure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Structure to like right. stay on task. So <laughs> have you always been Are like you- that? Um, or did you have to like learn a certain way to do it that works for you? I feel like I've always been an organized person. Like, so that's just one of my qualities from even when I was younger too, it's always organized and not to the point where it's like annoying, like always have to like do everything like by a schedule or like at this certain time or just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, nine o'clock, God, I have a tea or something. You know I mean? <laughs> not like that. How so. British. Right. <laughs> I actually, I actually drink tea instead of coffee. I need to take my too, vitamins. So. It's 945. <laughs> we're tea right. drinkers as well. We drink a, a tea called Yerba Mate. Oh. So yeah, it's really, really good. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. You got to try any of the, like, you'll find that a lot of like, the, if you have sprouts or whole foods or those kind of places, they'll typically carry these and it's good. good it's better than downing monsters. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. pulled all of that junk out of my diet. Yeah. All the monsters. Oh, nice. and monsters. Yeah. It's really good. So <laughs> I'm not so much for coffee because coffee's bitter. Right. Instead yeah. Of, yeah. Gives I, a lot of people the jitters too. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah. It gives me the jitters. Anyway. <laughs> um, no wonder you're so calm. You're a tea drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Tea, water, yeah, soda water sometimes. So. <laughs> really soda? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, I never drink soda, man. That's that's not true. Last night. was the night, <laughs> last night. It was last night you drank oh, soda. Oh, boy. Here we go. It was a Dr. Pepper. So. Oh, that that's my sister's favorite is Dr. Oh, Pepper. Oh, Dr. Pepper? So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She must be a good person. Must have great taste, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you're your doctor Pe- i can't i mean i drank one last night too i'm not saying i didn't drink the dr pepper but i just it, as a i mean it's because it's been so long so i had a soda or had a dr pepper i was like all right i'll try it but i just i swear are you a coke <laughs> person yeah i yeah are you, like instead of coke or pepsi so which yeah. one would you prefer though if you had to probably coke definitely yes. coke yeah. pepsi. that's an important thing to know like pepsi people like who are these pepsi people do where are exist? they i've never I've never met, met one yeah. <laughs> everyone how does pepsi stay in business I advertising don't... yeah anyway underhanded things yeah i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. So chocolate milk is good though chocolate milk yeah milk does a body good remember that i do man I was just a kiddo, Brian, with those commercials and the milk commercials. Pretty sure. Anyway, there's someone on. Sorry, Lily. Be <laughs> no, that's okay. People are like, "Hello, I'm here, man." The, the thing <laughs> is, um, it's it, it's just it's just really cool to talk to you. It's it's really and and the the th- you talk about like being organized your stuff. I appreciate the because like the guitars on the row behind you there. Everything's like in its place. Notice how she doesn't have any chords cr- in crazy places, Ryan. See. <laughs> And it's just my heart <laughs> sings when I when I see this. So there's gonna be because we have YouTube videos coming up, right? Like we've done all right. the audio first. Yeah. Also, it looks like I'm like sitting on a. These are hard like, chairs, man. Oh, we got to get you better chairs in here. This like... <laughs> so bad in my back. But there's a there's gonna be a couple of them where it's like we're remote, right? And so you can see the stark contrast in our personalities when it's like Ryan talking and it's all this chaos behind him and it's me talking and it's like one little picture frame 
like in a fan. It's, it's a just painting like of himself. Very few th- yeah, it is. I do he that on purpose. below a painting of himself. It's because <laughs> you'll see the angle of the room where it's like it makes this whatever shape. So it kind of looks like I'm in a Picasso painting. It's just right. quite brilliant the way I position the angle. Thank you for noticing. I really appreciate you <laughs> pointing oh that it's I appreciate you pointing out to Lily, in fact. It kind of really thanks for making me look good, man. I don't think we've ever gone off the rails this bad. It's pretty bad. You should have pretty you bad. Can't pull your own brakes. I can't. No, Lily, I'm just kind of <laughs> blown away. Like it's just fun. You're just fun. Sorry, I'm having too much fun with you. It's just yeah. It feels <laughs> like we're just too. hanging out. Also. Yeah, you kind of you're very disarming. I don't know. Was this was this your plan all along? Just to. <laughs> <laughs> um, cricket. <laughs> anyway, instead of heckling me, you could help me, Ryan. You could help help out my no, um, my. Uh, I'm a little starstruck, but I know I just I just enjoy. <laughs> well, this never gets old. Like it doesn't. Like we keep meeting amazing people, and you have to understand from our perspective. Like you know, talk about getting your mind in the perspective of the these people that you're doing to do the work for. Um, it's just when you keep meeting world class, high caliber people, musicians over and over again there is a little part of you goes okay it's gonna stop at some point right like surely it just keeps ramping up and, and what happens is, <laughs> is like we keep meeting cool people and it's for me surreal because you know like you've already accomplished stuff like you, you you're a professional musician that there there was a long stretch of my life where i didn't think that was possible and just talking to people like you and talking to you is inspiring because i I was definitely a grown man and I thought I, I don't have the talent for this, but oh. you know, objectively you listen to our stuff and it's good. I mean, you like the intro. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but yeah. no, it's, and that's why we were doing what we're doing. Cause we want to, I love how positions. you had to get her to say that you, she thought your music was record. good. She can't deny it. So <laughs> she had to do that. Tell. So <laughs> I actually do. Go ahead, no, please. I actually too, um, just talking about music again, like there is um sorry, that was my dog. I was in say the I heard that. Yeah, he's like Yay! if a golden retriever, he's right here now. So golden retriever, really? Oh boy. I yeah, yeah the dogs always like want right to get on <laughs> that's great. They always want to make themselves known on these things. Yay. <laughs> I know. So he's been good so far, but um, but yeah, he's just chilling right here. But um, but yeah, so talking about music too, and just being inspired, like. Um, recently, um, too, I, um, had a, got an email and it was from the international songwriting competition. And one of my songs got chosen out of six, 26,000 entries worldwide to be a semifinalist. So that was pretty cool too. So yeah. What song was that one? Um, it was called cold and that's actually the song that I had, um, performed at, um, the, when I was doing an opening slot for Joe Robinson at 20 front street and people were had tears like in the front row that, so, and at the time at that performance, I had just written, um, the song. So it was, it was pretty cool that, you know, that happened. And eventually too, like, I would love to get, um, song placements, you know, like sync licensing, have my songs placed in film, TV, uh, commercials, maybe just anything in like the sync world. So I really want to work on that too and build like my 
you know, catalog light music. Yeah, library well, my understanding is that there's different services that are out there that will let you license it yourself. Like you could do it yourself too. I mean, you definitely you could get a record label and do that kind of stuff, but you could do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's cool. What, what do you think it was about your song Cold that really hit people? Yeah. Like did you feel it when you were writing it that you were doing something special? Or you did you not feel it until after you started playing it for people and you saw the reactions? Well, when I wrote the song, um, actually just talking about like the sync licensing and stuff, it was um it is a darker theme, obviously. And um it was a darker theme, but um I had watched a movie. Um, it was like a Nicholas Sparks movie called Safe Haven. And sorry, I think you can hear like my dog like breathing into the <laughs> no, I just see his little nose. Like I can rock. My dog rock, like we'll have a great recording. All of a sudden you hear <laughs> I'm like, Rock, really? Come on. Man. Quiet moment too. All right, the critical point. He has to force his way on the on the, our show too. He can't just, you know. <laughs> But I'm like talking um, about that song again. So when I had written that song, I was watching a movie like, or I had watched a movie called Safe Haven and there was a song in there and it was by Tristan Prettyman and it was called Say Anything. And the chords and the music and the production on it were just beautiful. And so that kind of inspired me to write a song, you know, after watching the movie and watching like this one scene in the movie where her song was playing, I wanted to write a song, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. essentially so um that's where that song came about but it is from like a it, it is a darker kind of theme and you know maybe people can i feel like people relate especially to like darker theme songs you know or i mean relate to all kinds of music but well, i was talking to a another friend of mine who's an artist and and one of his songs did that for me too where it was like he took a sad subject and made it beautiful yeah oh i just i don't know of another medium where that's really possible to do in, in a way that i enjoy as much as music like i know art can be this way and i know other types of artistic expression but with music because of the way you can use chords well you mentioned being inspired by that movie um and hearing sort of a sound that you like it sounds like um yeah like orchestration i guess is maybe the word i would use um but with good orchestration you can take you know, a subject that might be difficult to communicate and, and you can get a message out there that can help people, um, right. which is really inspiring to me because, um, you know, people really do need what we do, you know, like definitely yeah. sharing that part of us that's hard to express. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I find that when I've had a chance to express myself in a song, I feel like I've expressed myself. Whereas yeah. it's difficult in, in like even in this like a uh, face to face interaction or a, a zoom call or whatever to feel like I can fully communicate, you know, communication is hard with words. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. It is. Right. You know, well, yeah. And yeah. Like to see somebody's, um, you know, body language and yeah. how they're in their tone of voice and like how they're receiving, you know, your song or just communicate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just, um, I really, um, I appreciate that it takes, it definitely takes a sort of emotional intelligence to be able to, to communicate, because like we deal with all these big emotions, 
just as people, but with music, it, there's a range there that, that you're able to, to express that is, like I said, it's difficult to do um, with just like maybe my, my terrible English alone. Um, <laughs> well, no, it's, you know what it is, is we just, talk, we literally just talked to someone who was born in a different country and, and speaks better English than me, uses better words, way sounds way more intelligent and i just sort of pride myself in like sounding intellectual in the room like in a room of most like whatever 10 people i sort of just i take this little role like i know everything and like i'm mr smarty pants you know and then it's like when when you meet someone who's just completely vastly better like grasp of lily's language, like yeah i know exactly what you're and talking it's her about second language no but like but this but musicians are so um like i find that i keep getting surprised um by just the range of people that come on, you know, um, but just musicians in general, this has been a real eye-opening. Well, here, uh, finally a question, right? What, um, <laughs> not just enjoy, no, because I feel like I can actually talk to her, dude. Like, let me talk to her. Let me just have a conversation. But what, um, what would surprise, um, and we asked a similar question or not, but like, what would, um, what do you think would, would I think that's right because we did have the question about alcohol, right? <laughs> alcohol came up, but is there any? Can we get the Jeopardy music? I had a question. <laughs> but is there anything that would surprise your fans or people that follow you, like um, anything you're into or anything that you wouldn't expect? Um, I really don't know, honestly. Like. I don't drink coffee, so like, I don't know. <laughs> so you're pretty much hardcore music nerd, like music all the time. This is what I was born to do, and uh, I mean that's really, frankly, what we prefer. When you set out on your uh, musical journey, did you have like a vision of where you wanted to end up in the end, like, or did you just take it as a journey and whatever was going to come, like you'd be ready for it? Yeah, I mean, like talking about like. Um, success or what, you know, success means to me or something like that. But I feel like, you know, success is, it's subjective. So like when I was obviously first interested in music at a young age, it's just, I've always felt passionate about it. And I just, I've always felt like I was on the right path. So like through the ups and downs of the music industry, I just feel like keep going and, you know, being able to make music for a living is, is great. And yeah, so <laughs> do you had do you have like a specific goal for your career like do you know like what I guess specific ways that you want to write songs or specific ways that you want to reach people or what do, what do you want people to think of you like in your music career I guess like for a goal for in a in my music career would be like song placements in you know having my songs placed um, in film and TV commercials. Oh, yeah, you brought that up. Yeah, so that would be like um, my goal too, in music career-wise. And obviously, like I said, like with success and things like that, it's subjective, but just, you know, being around, you know, people that truly love and care about me and um, being able to make music. And that's like what success and I feel happy and just being happy too, obviously. And that's like what success is to me. And then... Um, so <laughs> it blows me away is it seems like the the connection with people is like a huge part of what you consider like being successful 
like the the fact well you because you had brought up the make a wish foundation you brought up the way your process like how you write songs for people it just seems that that human connection is like super super critical to to like like deep into what you're doing like why you do what you do um what do you um how do you how do you deal with with knuckleheads like me who can't talk to you i'm so sorry i'm <laughs> just, i can't it's just well no it's just i well because it comes across as so genuine and i really I, like i can't add to it i really can't because it's just so cool like i really well it just comes across as like it's so sincere for you right and and it's it's kind of cool like so music is also a business and it's um it's really easy to get into that in your mind uh, if you if it's all you focus on but it's so it's like it's art right so it's so personal right. and i can see that because uh, that connection thing is too we talk about and, and i brought this up earlier about, about the giving of the gifts not a lot of people necessarily do that and that's i can't believe that you were able i can believe but the, the year to like make that into something you're doing to like for work is just like i kind of admire you for that because like that's hard to do you know yeah. like it just is it's it's hard it's so because people are critical and you know are like, you okay no man i'm okay what are you gonna say like that i'm good i'm good we're good um you know you've you've obviously made it to this point in your career and you know like what it takes to do this for a living uh, one thing that we've noticed that our listeners are really appreciate is getting a little bit of insight, you know, the journey that people take to get where they want to be. Do you have any like advice for maybe someone who's like, you know, maybe I should go for my music career? Yeah, I say just believe in yourself and be true to yourself and whatever kind of music that you do or whatever songs you sing or whatever instrument you play just make sure you're being true to yourself and you know no matter your age you can always you know pursue anything you want to do whether it's music or you know anything else so that's what i'd say just really just be true to yourself and Man. yeah <laughs> well thank you for for letting us have some of your time we appreciate you sharing you know your experiences and you know about how you write music and your motivations like uh people will appreciate hearing you know different perspectives people appreciate that you're like the coolest person and that's a cool <laughs> thank you so much for just putting up with the, the, the bit of our antics here uh it is part of the fun of the show but I really do appreciate like just anyway, thank you. Well, thank you guys for having me on too. You know, it's, it's been good, been fun. <laughs> Yay. So, do you, yeah. If people want to, you know, start getting into your art, where would you direct them? So I have, yeah. So I have a website. Um, it's just lilymcfee.com and my name's spelled like L I L O Y. And then, mcphee m-a-c-p-h-e-e and then dot com and then also i have the social media so um instagram facebook um youtube so i've been posting more youtube videos youtube um, yeah <laughs> are there any projects or you know events that we should look forward to so right now i'm just um focusing on like recording and figuring out like when i want to um, release new music or how I want to release new music. So 
sometime this year it will be so you can keep an eye out for that and as Yay. far as like yeah woo. <laughs> as far as like um like shows and things like that um hopefully that'll you know pick back up sooner than later and that'll be soon so you can check my website for those and yeah just new music this year so at some point so yeah and like we always say um hopefully one day we'll be in the audience yeah uh absolutely right <laughs> as this stuff starts opening up and and it's gonna be fun like yeah. i i want to i do want to see you perform like i just ah that's the fun is the connection part like actually <laughs> going to shows and doing those kinds of things that's gonna be great and and honestly like i'm really also excited about new music i can't wait to to see what you're gonna come up with yeah <laughs> i wish we had the like cheers uh sound effect that we could play the cheers sound effect that, ah, yeah we, i could probably figure that out somehow yeah. <laughs> not on the spot if you just want to keep putting me on the spot that's okay. fine <laughs> anyway thank you again we appreciate it um he's gonna play us i, got, out. I do have an outro you ready is there anything you want to okay. say to the beautiful listeners before we well just thank you guys again for having me on and chatting and it's been good fun so <laughs> thank you Thank you. Thank you, Lily. And folks, you know where to find us. Anchor.fm slash inside the sound. Goodbye, uh, eardrums. Here we go. All right, yeah, careful. This might be this might be too powerful rock and roll for you, Ryan. You might want to watch it. Okay, here we go. And we love you all. Bye. We are here inside the sound for now. We can't be by.